Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is December 11th. We're just rolling away day by day here, and every day that goes by, for whatever reason, I keep going back to truth. Truth this, truth that. Tell the truth. Nobody's perfect. Stop trying to be perfect. All of those things keep running through my mind. And in the U.S., we have so much going on on a political forefront that it's bleeding into people who aren't even political because of truth. There's like two different realities of truth. It doesn't matter what the two different realities are. They exist and people are fighting them. And one side cannot believe that the other side cannot see their side. It is just a blaring example of how truth can be different to people depending on what they need back from it. But the bottom line, that being said, is that truth is truth is truth. And today, I wanted to whittle that down into relationships. Wherever it is that we are spending most of our time, in whatever kind of relationship we have, if we don't have a partner, and if we do have a partner, really think about what we're going to say about truth today because it exists between parents and children. It exists between friends. And for some reason, because in a relationship, someone may not know everything about you, we have this maybe sliding scale of how we view sharing or telling the truth. And I I look at that, and that's what makes dating so weird. That's what makes being in a relationship so hard. Because dancing around the truth is going to be the barometer of how that relationship is going to be. So if you think that, oh, well, I just won't tell them this. Oh, well, I just won't say this. Oh, well, I just won't share this. And then they hear it from someone else who doesn't know you're doing that from a family member or a friend or a coworker. And you just didn't tell that person pretty darn big things. They're not going to trust you to tell them anything. And they're going to wonder, well, if they didn't share that with me and they didn't share that with me, then what am I doing here? Why are they selective about the truths that they tell me? Being that selective is, is the breach of the relationship. Because if somebody only told me things they thought were just specific for me but kept me out of their lives, then for whatever reason, I'm kept out of their lives, right? 
then you start to say, well, isn't that kind of weird? I don't feel like I'm really here. Why am I giving 100% and you're giving back 80? What's going on? I actually had a relationship, speaking of that, in my past that the truth wasn't all shared with me. What that did over time is it made me stop telling things, probably of equal value, because I felt in my heart that maybe he would not care if he didn't care enough to share those things with me. So what happened when I did that? Because I'm reflecting now. Is that I actually, over time, stopped caring about him. Because now I'm not sharing everything with him. So now I don't feel like we can anchor each other in the truth. And we are hardwired to the truth. So if those truths don't exist, we don't even have to be fighting. We have nothing to hold on to. There is no exchange of energy when we are together. We're there. I'm doing my thing. He's doing his thing. But we are not healthily intimate. Truth will set us free. The amount of truth that we tell to any given person on the face of our world depends on how much we feel healthy about being intimate with another person. The more intimate we want to be in a relationship, the more truth we must tell. Really think about that. The more intimate that we want to be, and that's something you can't make happen. You can only be yourself. And when you are, the relationship feels close, feels safe, feels warm, feels comfortable. It becomes the happy place. And the less you do that, chances of survival in that relationship are going to be slim. Unless you both need a detached existence and when you need the other one, you just pull them down from the shelf and you're friends with them. True love. True love is how we act in a relationship with someone. It isn't about, well, I love you, so I'll put up with anything. I love you. That's why I do this. And you're almost using love like a weapon. But you know when love is true by how You, yourself, are behaving with another person. Not someone from afar that you don't know, that you don't understand on a daily basis, but someone you get to know 
know who they really are and how you respond to them. Because if who they really are lacks emotional intimacy and you're somebody who needs to feel like there's a sense of partnership here, it's not going to work. It's no longer about somebody being good or bad. It's about fit. There is a culture that we all live in, in cultural fit. They call it soft skills. There's hard skills like, okay, you're working, you have a home, you have a car, you have kids, you have responsibilities, you have to do all these things. That's structure. The soft skills are how you feel, how you react, why you react that way, what's important to you, how much truth you tell, especially the hardest ones. You know, there's many sayings that say, you know, if you have nothing good to say, say nothing at all. Knowing when, where you're not lying to the person or you're just not adding animosity because there's times when we are upset. And I have to say this part of it, being upset is going to happen. Being honest about being upset is the first step in disclosing that you are upset about something. Meaning whatever's going on, just hit a, hit a crossroad. But being honest about it, like, you know what? Something's off. I don't know what it is yet. I just wanted to give you an idea because maybe you can help me figure it out. But something's off. And it just may be that one of you was too busy for the other one and the other one feels like they haven't gotten their share of attention that they usually get. Or it just may be that your partner is doing something that you think might not be in their best interest and you don't know how to approach it. And you can say, hey, you know what, I'm really feeling funny about this business deal you're doing, and this is why. I'm not saying this to tell you what to do. I'm just saying it so that you can be aware of the fact that maybe this person's intentions are different than yours. Being that honest and something we may think is none of our business or we're crossing a line, is what relationships build trust on. You know, you're working late at work a lot. Is there anything I can do? And I know that might sound funny because it's your job and your work. But is it, you know, something you want to organize? Is it something that you can't figure out? Why are you working so, so hard so much? more than everybody else around you. Not trying to take over the other person's life, but telling 
the truth of what is going on in your mind. Just parakeet. What is there? You will realize that that's what the other person needs to hear. Now, why would that be the case? Because the way you think in your mind is how we all think in our minds. That isn't what we say, but it's what we're thinking. So when you say what you're thinking, and that's trying instead of trying to package your whole speech, just say, hey, you know what? This is kind of feeling off to me. Does it feel off to you? Because now you are both talking about the relationship and not attacking each other's choices. Taking a chance at trusting the truth. I was talking to someone a couple of days ago, and they were really upset because they were in a relationship. And I said, but that's weird. Didn't you want a relationship? Well, yeah. But I can't be with anybody. I sweat when I sleep, and I do this, and I do that. And I'm like, but you knew all that. And you were in a relationship before. Yeah, but it wasn't this bad. And I'm listening to this little mini rant, and I said, I get it. You don't believe you deserve a relationship. That's the truth. And the other person's blindsided by all of your animosity all of a sudden because you're trying to blame something they've done because you're scared to be in a relationship where somebody actually loves you. Now, what if, by chance, you went to this person and said, I'm really scared to trust that someone can love me. My past experiences, people have cheated on me, and I didn't know it. So I felt like a fool, but on top of that, I felt like I wasn't worth being the only person this person wanted or knew in this way. I just wanted you to know that that's what I'm battling, and I'm not battling you. Now, when I said that, it's amazing Because she said, I wish we could have recorded this call and let everybody hear it. But I'll say it on the show. Because the truth, when you even hear it, and it could be about my hardest pain, is much easier to hear than an argument to prove that I am not worthy of love. When we understand that anger is injured love, and we're in a relationship and somebody starts griping about you for whatever reason, 
let them know that you know that no matter what it is they just accused you of, first of all, if it's true, admit it. Like, yes, I do have a problem with intimacy. Or, yes, I am sorry that I did not include you in that conversation or tell you about that. However, your reaction and the fact that you are screaming at me or accusing me and pointing fingers as though you don't care about me tells me that there's some injured love there. And I would, if not today, at some other time, I would like to hear what made you feel like you have to defend your relationship in this way. When we can get to those kinds of conversations, those relationships are rock solid. And they're rock solid because you can actually have conversations. Otherwise, the essence of your relationship is not there. Even though, you know, two bodies are standing there, the house is there, the kids are there, but then everybody on earth is surprised that one of the two of you is having an affair of some kind. Because an affair, and I'm going to say it because it contradicts what happens, an affair is based an emotional intimacy, not physical intimacy alone. People do not bear out when they are full. We don't look for food when we are not hungry. But our antenna goes up when something's missing. And if we don't address it, if we don't address it, what happens to us? Well, when we start lying, we start having to deal with the fact that no matter what that person says, we question it. We just question it. No matter what they say, they can say they went to the grocery store and we'd be like, what time did you leave work? Okay, you know, oh, and I put gas, so that took me 10 minutes. Oh, and then I did this, and it, it becomes so tedious that the whole point of the relationship just gets broken down into every single thing you did because somewhere in there you are feeling like you have to defend. Being real with yourself allows you to live an authentic existence while you're driving your car, while you're shopping. You can relax no matter what you're doing instead of thinking, oh, wow, now I'm going to have to say I stopped here. And you got to report your entire day for the for just the sake of reporting it so it doesn't look like you did anything wrong. And what happened now to the partnership? 
It became a parent-child relationship. It's going to bring about other things like jealousy and all the stuff ego tries to penetrate us with and make us really live in our most insecure insecurities. Giving ourselves a chance to be loved will take away that deliberateness of you need to love me if we're going to be in this relationship. Because imagine saying that to someone, you better love me. I just need proof that you love me. How exhausting is that? And how do you prove it? How does someone prove love? The way we see time tells you when you're in love. Because you don't feel it when you're with someone that you really love. Being really in love is calm and content and trust. And you have nothing in the world to hide. Even when something tries to penetrate the relationship, it can't penetrate it all the way because the truth starts coming into play. No matter what you thought, like maybe I would change jobs and just surprise my family or maybe I'll just buy this and no one will know. Just say I bought that and I wanted to buy it and I know it kind of hurt our budget a little bit but let's see how we can make up for it in other places instead of waiting for your partner to find out And then you have a big problem on your hands. Honesty between two people, it promotes an openness that allows each soul to grow. When we grow, we thrive. And when we thrive, we stay. And when we stay, we're able to live with the fact of who we really are. And it's not every day that we can meet a new person other than parents and lifelong friends who met us at a time in our lives when most of our work has been done. And whatever isn't done yet is going to show up in our relationship. So how we've dealt with things in the past And why we may have been single when this person met us. And how we described ourselves to this person is going to set the pace for the rest of the relationship. We learn in the first five minutes of meeting somebody. After, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Isn't this crazy that we're meeting for coffee after being introduced on the internet to each other? I read in your profile, how does that look in real life? Interview time. Does that person paint a glossy picture? 
is that person telling you the truth of how they broke up with past people? And how do you know? Because we all have a gut, a gut feeling of how things feel. When we walk away, do we remember everything they said? Because later on, whatever you heard in that first meeting is where your mind goes back to every single time you guys have a conversation, your level of trust, your level of now seeing how life played out, what they said, was it true, was it real, was it close to being real, was it their version of real, because that is how you are going to judge what you share. And when you do that, if you find yourself being cautious about being yourself, because everything that happened to them, the people were so bad, and now you need to be good, that's not a good sign. Pressure to outdo past bad relationships is not a good sign. That's a sign that the person is probably narcissistic and is grooming you to be the next appendage to their life. And your life is going to disappear because it's all about what they did not do for him or her. It's all about awareness. The biggest part of today's show is when we talk about these things and we do meet somebody, we can just relax. Just be who you are because it doesn't matter who you are. It's how you accept yourself and present yourself to another human being that you are, in a way, you guys are interviewing each other to actually spend most of your coming time in life with. Think about that. Because a lot of us are so lonely when we're not partnered and if we don't have a group of friends. And other of us, don't even have a group of friends, and we're perfectly happy being alone. But if you want a partner, you are interviewing somebody you are going to give the most precious gift you have in life, and that is your time with another person. That's where you have to ask yourself these questions. Because honesty promotes openness. It empowers us. It enables us to develop stability, to develop consistency in the facts. It doesn't turn those facts into a stressful situation. It allows us to have a free exchange of energy where the stuff that we used to hold on to is now a big fat so what because we have healed from it. Really think about that. If 
truthfulness, trustworthiness. That's something genuine that each of us can hold on to. A simple example of honesty is like one of your friends comes over for dinner and you make dinner and they're like, oh, I think there's too much salt in here. You know it. You tasted it too. But the fact that they just told you that lets you know that there is an open exchange without a defense. No, it's not. Oh, well, I like salty food. Well, it is too salty. Just agree. You already know that's the truth. Or a student admitting that they cheated on a test. If they say, you know what, I did get a good I did get a good grade and that was great, but I'll never do this again this way because I actually cheated on that test. I wrote the answers in my hand or something like that. Those qualities of honesty allow us to gauge the moral character of another person. Back to someone said, hey, I cheated, never cheated before, but I did it and I hated the way I felt. Now I know why people don't like it when we, we just say anyone's cheating because it erodes our integrity, our ability to be straightforward, our conduct. Being trustworthy is worth its weight in gold. And start with the small stuff. It's one intimacy building step that is the step that will keep a relationship together. You guys, I have 10 seconds. I will see you tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Have a great Wednesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.